Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ruby Cherry, uh, a.k.a. many other names, from 7th Ward, New Orleans, Louisiana, down south. This is my cousin and my partner, my lifelong blood brother. Six Law, a.k.a. Scram. Before Suicide Boys would release their newest mixtape, Stop Staring at the Shadows. Before Suicide Boys would take a nine month hiatus during which time Slick Sloth, well he entered rehab and found sobriety. The place I went to, I went, I went to Palm Desert. You know, there's a bunch of facilities out there and the place I went to was really great. The people were really great. It's kind of like a miracle. It's one of those things that'll make you get a cross tattered on your face because just something happened. Before Suicide Boys would have 148,000 followers on Twitter, 1.6 million followers on Instagram, 1.2 million followers on SoundCloud, and over 1.8 million subscribers on YouTube at the time of this recording. Suicide Boys is the name of the rap duo comprised of first cousins Ruby DeCherry and Slick Sloth. Now these New Orleans natives, they got their start in 2014 after spending nearly a decade toiling away working on different solo projects. Now after teaming up, they released dozens of projects over the past six years with their honest depression filled lyrics gaining them a legion of fans, including the late artist Lil Peep, all while becoming part of the progenitors of SoundCloud rap. Ugh, that's a big word for us. Who wrote that? You wanna talk some shit? No success, it was literally a matter of life or death for these two, having made a pact to take their own lives if their careers didn't take off by the age of 30. Now luckily for all of us, it didn't come to that. Despite limited mainstream coverage, while well, the duo they have spent the past five years racking up millions of streams and views across all social media platforms in an effort to get their message, which has often been misconstrued out there. They told XXL. We just wanna let all these people know that have felt like outcasts or of depression, mental problems, addiction, you're not alone. That's what created this family that we now share. What's going on guys? It's your boy Michael McCrenton back at it again with an updated video. This one taking a look at the life and career of Suicide Boys prior to fame. Here for you of course on Before They Are Famous. Now I took a look at the story of these two a couple years ago and you guys have been asking for us to go back and fill in some blanks wherever we could. Now when we update these videos we hit you guys with clips, pictures and information that wasn't available our first time up to bat. Now don't forget to let me know who you want me to document next in the comments down below. Alright, now let's get into this video. Hey, be sure to subscribe and hit that bell. Boom! Slick Sloth, otherwise known as Scrim, otherwise known as Scott Arsenault Jr. Well, he was born on April 11th, 1989 in Marrow, Louisiana. Now he was born more than a full year ahead of his cousin, Ruby DeCherry, otherwise known as Aristos Norman Petru, who was born on April 22nd, 1980. Now their moms, they were sisters, and despite the fact that both boys, they grew up in the same city of New Orleans, well, their moms, they kept them apart from one another as much as possible because they would often get in trouble with one another. Our moms are sisters. Like whenever me and him would get together, some would Which happen. Which was a lot. Some would happen. Like just stupid kid shit or like burning down some shit, like breaking some shit, like getting in fights, whatever. 
Um, so the whole nine, bro. And the thing is with our, our moms, like my mom would blame him and his mom, be like, they're not a good influence. And his mom would blame my mom and me, be like, he's not a good influence. Now, growing up as two white kids in a heavily populated black neighborhood, well, the two naturally gravitated towards rap music early on in their lives, with Lil Wayne being a huge influence on both of them. But considering how different these two looked from everyone else around them, well, they were too self-conscious to try rapping themselves at first. Now instead, they split up and they tried to tackle the music industry by going their separate ways. Now Ruby, he played a number of instruments from an early age, including both the violin and the drums. Now this technical skill, it led him to try his hand at what angsty white boys tend to do, which, you know, is to join a punk rock band. Started a band at 13, been playing live music and punk bands since then. It got really frustrating after 12 years of never amounting to nothing. So I called my cousin up and I was like, let's make rap music. Sloth on the other hand, well, he took a more technical route. Now he tried his hand at being a DJ and producing beats for songs after being given a DJ set when he was only 13 years old. From there, he started spinning at high school parties and influenced by the likes of Kanye and T-Pain, well, he began crafting beats on a laptop that he had bought from selling pills on the street. I used to be obsessed with T-Pain. So long story short, I found out he made a couple songs like I'm in love with a stripper on GarageBand on his Mac. And I was like a fucking big pill dealer at the time. So I left instantly, went bought a Mac and started making beats at 19 years old. Now he released several solo projects under the name Scrim, including Narcotics Anonymous, Hashtag Drug Flow 2, and Patron Saint of Everything Totally F***ed. Now Sloth's hustle game, it was so strong that he did all this while sending out handcrafted beats to everyone in the music biz and working a nine to five job as a furniture salesman. Now this is a job that he would eventually lose due to his passion for tattoos. He told Inked Magazine. When I was working at the furniture store, whenever I got some steady income, I would get tattooed and I kept pushing it to the point where I'd gotten sleeves. Eventually I got my hand and I asked my job, which was super corporate, if I could get my hands done. They said no, but me being the little young dumb hardhead that I was, I went and got my hands done anyway. After trying to hide it at work for weeks by wearing gloves and covering his hands with makeup, well Sloth, he was eventually caught and fired. Now thankfully, he had a Universal Republic production deal around this time to fall back on, but it was doing more favors for the people he was writing music for than it was doing for himself. Now meanwhile, after 10 years of working with punk bands, well Ruby, he wasn't in any better of a place in his life. Sounds about right. In 2013, he had been given a DSLR Canon P3i camera as a gift for graduating college. And after recognizing all the hard work that his cousin was putting into crafting beats, well, Ruby convinced Sloth to make a video for one of their songs. Now, Ruby, he told Ink Mag. After making that song, we were both blown away by how well we worked together and how well the song came out with both of us doing a verse. So we decided to f doing solo and started doing this together. From that point on, well, both men knew it was time for a change. Now at the age of 24 and 25, the two finally came together to form Suicide Boys after making a pact with one another that if they didn't make it within five years, well, they would take drastic action against themselves. Pack, it was like pretty much like cut in the hand, bleeding, pack, like this is our last chance. There's no, there's no second option. There's like no plan B. If this doesn't happen by the time I'm 30, and that's pushing it. <laughs> if this doesn't happen by the time I'm 30, like I'm blowing my head off. Cause no offense to anybody who works nine to five, but I, I, I can't spend the yeah, rest no of my life. Yeah, no disrespect to anyone, but 
I know that this is probably the only life that I get and I'd like to leave my mark. Now thankfully it never came to that. Now with nowhere to go but up, well the two cousins, they began hustling together, promoting their music on a local level, which was ultimately leading them nowhere. Now after about a year of that, well Ruby, he discovered the underground rap scene on SoundCloud and recognized it as a platform of the future. Now from that point on, the Suicide Boys, they began dropping music on SoundCloud, one song after another. They'd release a new song for an EP each week and then move on to a new EP the following month. By flooding the site with content, well, they were able to gain a following in less than a year and had 10 EPs under their belt in their Kill Yourself series. We never really went to go for like a certain sound because we wanted to not be held up by anything. So if we like made a song that sounded like this or made a song that sounded like that, it's whatever was going on at the moment. As they worked towards something together, well, Sloth, he battled through some personal demons, including addictions to opium and a heroin habit. Now, at one point it got so bad that he was shooting up a gram a day. Now he tried his best to hide his habit from Ruby, but his cousin eventually found out and made Sloth promise to get clean or else suicide boys, well, they were done. I was a heroin addict, been addicted to opiate for 10 years. Lost my job, hadn't worked in like three years, was hustling just to get scraping up change to get cigarettes and gas. So like, yeah, we want more and but uh, without, great yeah, without them, house. every time I see them, every, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a surreal feeling. It's hard for me to put into words like what my life was and what they have changed it to because without them, you know what I'm saying? You know, I make music for me, but at the end of the day, it's good to know that there's this many people that feel what I'm talking about. Having lived through the stories of close personal friends like Lil Peep, both men knew that Sloth's recreational activities they had to be dealt with. Now Sloth, he entered rehab and he was able to kick the habit. Together, the cousins, they kept one another in check with their battles against depression and addiction, saving one another's lives in the process. Another name, it might leave parents and journalists clutching their pearls at the group's image, but when you take a look at the duo's backstory and understand that they're talking about real things that have happened to them in their lives, well, you'd come to the realization that by sharing their story, they're actively helping inform kids all around the world who are going through similar things. Now, Sloth, he had this to say. Every story is the same and I get chills talking about it now, but these kids are talking about how we save them from killing themselves or how they're clean off drugs. Kids who are scared to get therapy and scared to be stigmatized or because of the way the system is may not be able to afford to get help, they find that in our music. Now considering where they started from, well that might just be one of the most surprising outcomes of all. But as from where they go from here, well I think I'm gonna leave their story at that because you know, this is before they're famous. My name's Mike McCrudden, we drop a new video each and every day, so if you're new be sure to subscribe. Obviously these guys are massive stars, they're humongous. Last time we did this video it got like a million views. So I hope we uh, filled in some of the blanks for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know who's next in the comments down below and I'll see you guys in another video. Boom! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.